Welcome to Gripping Business Tales Australia, the podcast designed to help Australian businesses overcome the regular and real challenges of being a success. Now, here's your host, Murray Smith. Driven to make a difference in both people and their pets' lives, Jodie McKinnon started her career as a veterinary nurse. Her desire to make things better led her to take bold steps towards leading her best life by helping veterinary doctors get better at the business of doing business through the implementation of the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. In this episode, Jodie discusses self-implementation, leadership essentials, and her journey to becoming a professional EOS implementer. Jodie McKinnon, welcome to Gripping Business Tales. Thanks for having me. No worries. We always start these episodes with two questions. Hope you're prepared, you're ready. Here we go. Can you tell us uh, one personal success you've had recently and one professional success you've had recently? Well, personally, um, last weekend, Tony Robbins, UPW for four days, just phenomenal. you know, I've, I've worked with him with Business Mastery before, but I've never been to UPW. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing. The virtual was a bit different, but, yeah, it was pretty incredible. 50 hours in front of your computer, wow. which you'd think was impossible. But And professionally, recently, I one of our businesses went through the process of developing an accountability chart and... Uh, a couple of them were incredibly uh, over capacity and just the light bulbs going off of just like, wow, there's actually light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah, it was yeah. quite, quite incredible to see that transformation with them. Well, it's uh, two great uh, stories there, Jody, which I'm sure we'll dive into in the next few minutes. But in terms of you, you've touched on accountability charts and, and so forth. People will be wondering who Jody McKinnon is and how did you end up becoming an EOS implementer? Maybe you could tell us a bit about yourself and, and how you came to be what you are today. And you've got an interesting story to hear because you're not just an implementer per se, you're doing it in a really interesting way. So you're great to hear about that. Sure, sure. Well, you know, early days, really in the early 90s, um, passion for animals and working with animals led me down the track of working in veterinary practices and veterinary nursing but quite quickly I became certainly more interested in the people and the systems and the processes around the veterinary practice and and really people enjoying what they do was was really attractive to me so um, I managed that veterinary practice for 15 years and it grew to want to be one of the biggest general veterinary practices on the Gold Coast and they got, got, got gobbled up with a corporate entity and it's something that I sort of, you know, loved that small business. So I went and um, started with an emergency practice and they actually didn't have a role available, but I knew that they were struggling with their management and I approached the two owners and um, really said to them, you know, um, I can sort of free up your time and, and, get you guys doing what you're passionate about and, and being veterinarians in your business, let me you know, manage your practice. So without a role, they took me on, which I'm very happy they did. And 13 years, years later, now I'm a partner in the business and we had one practice then with about 35 people. 
And over the next 10 years, we, we grew um, to having five practices and uh, nearly 150 people. And, you know, certainly for me, managing those five practices and being in multiple locations was really tricky. And I was really a bottleneck for those businesses growth because they really had to, to wait for me to be there and trying to juggle family and all of those sorts of things. Yeah. 2015, I came across uh, EOS and um, we self-implemented for a year and I certainly found that um, to be not difficult, but I struggled because there were so many un un unanswered questions and I was lucky enough to um, meet Daniel Davis and he spoke to me more about implementation and that just fascinated me because then I could get all these questions answered. Yeah. And, um, and then I was actually in one of the first boot camps in Australia of, of implementers in March 2017. So right. that really transformed, transformed my career of um, implementing across our group of practices. And now um, with allied, com allied companies, we have um, 10 that I implement for and purely in the veterinary industry. So yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. it's a, a fascinating story. I want to take you back a few steps there because there's some things I'd, I'd like to ask you about. When you first started in, in, you saw that veterinary practice in the Gold Coast and you had the vets there and and they were struggling and, and what, were, what were you seeing? What did you, what did you see that others didn't that you just thought, I can really make a difference here with this practice? Early days in the yeah, general practice? Yeah, early days. When, you, when In that first practice where the two, the two vets, you wanted to get them back to their passion. What were, you, what, what, do you, what were you seeing that others weren't? Well, I think just that, that struggle of trying to be, you know, in, you know, artists in their field and trying to be passionate about what they do with, with their medicine, um, but then trying to manage on the business on the side is, and, you know, not really trying to do the best they can, but doing it of a nighttime and, and really that struggle. And, and it became, you know, I could see a, a real burden for them that it, um, you know, they, they just weren't enjoying it and the people around weren't enjoying it either because I actually knew some of their employees and that's really why I approached them because I could, you know, hear, oh, you know, the struggles, you know, within the company. And for me, it, you know, passion, I was so passionate about having people enjoying what they're doing, especially the business owners, you yeah. know, really doing what they love to do. And, and for me doing what I love to do, which is working with people and having them love to do what they do as much as I do. Like that just drives me every day. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah, so that's really interesting. And then you've moved, you've moved that. So you've taken some fantastic steps and can I say quite bold steps to approach them and say, hey, I reckon I can help you here. And, yeah. and what was the response to that? Were they, were, they, were they, you know, on their knees saying thank you or were they kind of like, Who, what, really? Yeah, no, they were sort of a bit and, you know, of course, they, they tell a bit of a different story sometimes of just saying, yeah, she just told us that, you know, move out of the way, I can do this much better than you. But yeah. it wasn't quite like that, I don't think. But it was really, you know, I could see in a small business two, you know, um, passionate veterinarians, you know, fathers trying to balance that time with their family and the business yeah. and trying to do the best by their, you know, team members as well. And uh, yeah, look, that, that struggle we see a lot, you know, in the veterinary industry of, of the owners of the business trying to do everything. And uh, it, for me, I was just, you know, I love to see, cause one of them, you know, lives in Townsville now and, and right. commutes down here. And 
Um, I, I, you know, we've certainly built our partnership base, but it was really important for me that they could actually live their best life. And I was living my best life, but, you know, doing as much as I could and the trust they had in me to, you know, run their business, you know, yeah. that just empowered me because I just, I love the thought that they could do what they needed to do and they trusted me to do what I needed to do. So. That's fantastic. And now you, you, you spoke about then you've scaled it up quite significantly over time, you know, 13 odd years or so. What was the experience of, of scale, you know, growing and scaling and, and taking over other businesses or however that might have been? What, what, were, the, what were the challenges that you faced in, in that space and, and how, did, how did, you know, EOS help you overcome those, if you like? Well, you know, I think real life, thinking that I had to be everywhere and, you know, um, sort of knowing, knowing what I know now and empowering the teams, you yeah. know, we, the, it's, you're never really sure if they're going to go down the same path you want them to. So sort of trying to keep the lead really short and being, keeping them really close to you, yeah. um, it's, you never really realize until you get to a stage where there's something different by empowering the leadership teams. And that's been the biggest win for us is the leaders forming the leadership teams, empowering the teams mm. to have their own vision and follow that and really set them in the next quarter. And I'll see you next quarter. And that yeah. the, the, the ownership of the teams now is incredible. They, yeah. you know, really, uh, it, really, first up, we're talking about how often I'm going to have to meet with them. They're just like, Jody, you are crazy. There's no way we, we're going to be able to stop this, these busy emergency veterinary practices, some of them 24 hours, yeah. um, to stop. But now at times they're just saying, Jody, we need more time in this annual. We just don't have enough time. Yeah, so right. they're, they've embraced it so well and, and they really, the ownership, they love it. You know, they, yeah. And of course, you're giving them as a as a director or a, you know a partner of the company. Now you're giving them the parameters for which you want them to operate in, and saying to them, "This is what I want you to achieve in the next ninety days. This is the parameters where we want you to operate in over the years coming. Now go and do it." Now yeah, you talk yeah. about empowerment. That's pretty impact. Yeah. Well, you know what? Leadership. I I I truly the leadership teams because each practice does have their own personality yeah. um you know it's really hard to sort of take your head off as you know the chief you know operations and then you know empower them to go they'll come to you Jody, what do you think we should do i say like, hey guys this is your team yeah, you know yeah. your, your um your vision um if you know we're stuck i can talk them through it but really i want them to own it because i'm not with them in their leadership team helping them achieve yeah. it so each practice does have uh, their own um, vision, their own core values, their own core focus. I mean, if you looked at them all together, they'd probably be very similar, but yep. they own it and they really feel empowered to that. And, you know, I certainly very much try to, you know, help them. But my main role is keeping pure, you know, with the system. Yep. And, but I really need them to own it and, and just help them, you know, along the way when they get a little bit stuck. So when you first started saying, you know about self-implementation then later on you became the, the the implementer the incredible implementer you are today how did so when you first said hey i've i've come across this thing called eos and i reckon we should self-implement that what was the initial reaction when you sort of took them through the process and explained and said okay well this is what it's going to look like or or how did you introduce it 
oh, apprehensive they were to start with. It's like when, you know, owners of a business go to a conference and everyone comes back and just go, oh no, what's the new thing we're going to be doing this week or two weeks? And, and, you know, they've sort of used to me over the years of like, just come on guys, let's, this is what we're going to do. But it truly, I could see that, uh, and it's something that I was look, looking for, something to give them the ability to, you know, run their own blueprint and, and you know, have ownership and, and mm-hmm. for me to be able to check in with them. So I wasn't stopping their progress. Um, so, yes, you know, initially, I think across the group, we thought this is something that we're actually going to give our, give our all to. And they often, um, you know, give me a little bit of um, stick really in being that, well, we know it's going to happen if Jody's onto it because I, mm. I just can't give up on it. And it was yeah. really tough the first 12 to 18 months um, getting the teams on board. But it's just it's something that I know that you can't do it half-heartedly. Yeah. It's all in. And um, I really it, it really changed my career. This is something that I do probably 50 or 60% of my time now. And yep. uh, it's, it's changed my career. It's changed our business, our growth from 2016, our revenue to um, now has doubled in the last four years. Yeah, right. That's pretty significant. And even in, you know, if we think about where the world is at this moment in time, that's uh, how have you found that it's helped in those sort of situations? Like we, we, we certainly have uh, moments in, in time in business where the business cycle turns a bit sour and so forth and people need to work through that. Right now we're, we're experiencing that probably at a level that hasn't been seen for some time. And how have you found, you know, with with your role as an implementer working with, you know, with the group, but also, uh, you know, being quite separate from that as 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 running the operations as well. How, what have you seen in, in in this sort of process, the EOS process, that sort of um, helped you in in getting through? Oh, the leadership teams have so much more clarity um, in regards to how the company is performing. So, you know, the scorecards and looking at that every week yeah. has made such a difference with them knowing, you know, what what difference they can make with obviously any of the measurables that we have. So, you know, before they didn't know any of that. It, it's just something that, you know, a uh, bit of a control and command. This is what we have to do, guys. And, you know, okay, we do it, but we don't know why we're doing it. But now yeah. they're, they're so empowered to understand, you know, how they can impact the business yeah. to make a difference. And they can see with the scorecard that they're making a difference or not every week. And, and this is what we need to do about it. Yeah. Now, that's really cool. Now, in terms of that, so we've certainly seen that change in, in, your, in your group, in your business. What about, um, let's just assume for a moment that there are, and there are listeners out there that are thinking, hmm, I'm a, I live in Queensland and I, oh, WA or wherever your, your practices might be. And you're thinking, uh, I'm a vet. I could do with some assistance. Would you be open to assisting those, those particular businesses, Jody? given that you've yeah. gone deep into that sort of space? Sure, absolutely. And, you know, certainly some of the, because we're a referral-based business, some of our practices that do refer to us, it's something that I have worked with them before. And I just spoke recently just at a small forum and just really introduced the concept of accountability chart, because I think yeah. it's so powerful in very yeah. busy, very busy businesses where that overcapacity and um, yeah, I've had a couple of phone calls just to, like, can you tell me a little bit more about this? Because yeah. I sort of, you know, I know what it's like to be running on that hamster wheel and continuously putting out fires with, 
know, certainly very busy or emergency practices. So just even, you know, dropping that little seed of actually, you know, let's just look at what the business needs, what you um, are doing and, and crossing, you know, over and trying to get it accomplished, but actually what things are you missing and not being done well as well, yeah. which was a bit of an eye opener for some people that when they, you know, put it across the board. So I yeah, guess. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And if they wanted to, how would they get in, in touch with you, Jody? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Ah, oh, you know, I can leave the details, but happy for anyone to phone me. And, and really, because I think that this system, you know, really does change lives and change businesses, but the veterinarians that really feel that, you know, and it's, a, and it's a tough industry, you know, there's um, a lot of demands and like many industries, but in regards to the emotions of pet owners and, and unfortunately, you know, there's sometimes not the best outcomes. It is a really tough industry on, on some of our teams. So with added, with adding on top of um, the, the workload at times, and sometimes you, you know, you added your depth with people skills because it's certainly, you know, a very emotional sort of industry with, with our pet owners as yeah. well. Um, trying to balance everything, there, there is, a, there is a, another way that we can get some clarity around that for sure. Yeah, there's a lot going on and it, it's, it's not until you really think about it, about the connection between community and the veterinary service. You know, it's, it, you don't really understand it until you need it, if you know what oh, I mean. Yeah, and absolutely. Then there, yeah. And, then, and then the yeah. engagement that you have with people is so diverse and you know, to oh, be able absolutely. to provide your staff the ability to respond to that in a, in a way that's clear and, yeah, and yeah. assists not only the customer, but also your business is, uh, is priceless. Well, they're often the other family doctor in the, in the family dynamics because, you know, our pets to, to very many people are our, our you know, mm. our third children, really. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, look, Jody. I just want to say I really appreciate you coming on. It's like I hope people have taken away the unique nature of how you, are, as an implementer, is working, but also how, as a business operator, you've used EOS to make a difference in in terms of what you're doing. So it's a really sort of unique story in terms of here in Australia, because as you know, that there's a number of implementers, but they're all kind of unique in in a particular way. And your story, you know, self implementation, and then and then. Uh, professional implementer and, and still running a business that's running on EOS. It's amazing and it's a great story to hear and I hope people have taken a lot of information away from today. And of course, your contact details will be in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get in contact with you, they they can. And once again, Jody, look, thanks so much for coming on Gripping Business Tales. It's been awesome. And I look forward to seeing you at the next quarterly, hopefully in person. Yes, great. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Murray. Bye-bye. No worries. See ya. Thanks for listening to another great episode of Gripping Business Tales. Please remember to subscribe and to rate the podcast. And to start your EOS journey, contact me at grip6.com.au and I look forward to helping you get what you want from your business.